What is going on, everyone? Welcome to Literal Lessons, episode 206. Why are you laughing? Because, I don't know. I'm having a good time talking to my friend. Is that too much to ask? Not at all. Um, this is, uh, this is a, a little off-schedule Literate Lessons. Usually we would be talking about the upcoming regional in Europe this weekend. However, due to the Super Bowl and multiple tournaments, I know I have an MSSPC doubleheader, and I... Do, are you guys going to the PC on Saturday? Uh, no. I'm taking this weekend off, um, because I want to, you know, spend some time, extra time with Tiff. And, uh, Carl is sick. Carl's house oh, yeah, is no, just it's... sick as can be right now. So he messaged me today. He's like, "Man, I'm really glad we're not going because I feel terrible." I'm like, "Yeah, go go get some rest, buddy." Yeah, between uh, him and video... him and Bower Dad, like the, our group is just imploding Down right bad. now. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hopefully, Dad, when you hear this, you don't have the vid. Uh, but yeah, I was like listening to the Gigas video. Uh, for those of you who are listening to this who haven't, pause, watch the Reggie, Reggie Gigas video. Dude, Carl it was, was so good. It really was. Yeah. Has a Medicham too, which is cool. But um, with that being said, you could hear like it in his voice. And I'm like, ah, he's, he's not doing this at 100%. And towards the end, it's like all the talking. You could tell he was definitely, uh, definitely uh, soldiering through it. Um, but yeah, since we're recording on a Friday, since there is no tournament for us to talk about, since we don't know what's going to happen, um, we're going to do a tier list. Yeah, and, uh, it's been is... a hot minute since we've done one. Um, yeah, I think this is our first full Reg F tier list. And uh, one of the things that we did do to try to speed up the process, because these video, these episodes sometimes taking up to two hours, is uh, we spent about a solid 20 minutes before recording trimming the fat so if you uh if you want to scroll up carter uh yeah let me do so also <clears throat> stall for half a second yeah so we already have some pokemon in the outclassed and just straight bad um we aren't going to really talk about these pokemon and if you have an issue uh tweet at me so i can tell you that i don't care so we can tell you it's just bad yeah, it's, it's n none of the Pokemon here. And if one of these Pokemon on the screen in either the Outclassed or just straight up bad, win, like, I, I wouldn't even say win a regional, cut a regional, I will apologize to you specifically if you call me out on it. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm actually set up now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot I needed to open Streamlabs in case uh, Riverside doesn't work like we need it to, so... I had to it, it happens. Uh, very impromptu set everything back up and reset up my screens. Um, yeah. So yeah, we, we have six different tiers here. Uh, centralizing threats, very good, solid, niche. And then our outclassed and just straight bad tiers are, um, like we said, already kind of set up, already t gone through. Um, outclassed, I think, uh, when you and I were going through it, it was just like, these are bonds that... Uh, given a lower power format would be viable in some capacity uh, and just straight bad are either mods that are like fine in singles in some capacity or just like they're, they're not VGC centric mods of course um, like in outside of Vila Music in like the current capacity and like I mean 
like Lapras obviously has been good in like formats past, right? But like it wasn't because it was Lapras, it's because it had a G Max form that was able to like set Aurora Veil. Um so like the the things that are in Outclassed are <clears throat> playable in some capacity, just they've been so they've been pushed out of the format to the point where like you're not gonna see them, but like if you did, it wouldn't be overly shocking. Whereas if you ran into stuff that's just in straight bad, um It'd be like, what? What are you doing? Why are you handicapping yourself? Uh, and then, obviously, there's another who knows how many mons that aren't li- on this tier list because they're like just not viable in any way. Um, yeah. So if your mons not listed in either of those two tiers, and we're not going to talk about it today, that's on you. <laughs> 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 I can't help you pick your favorite mon. That's on you. Yeah. Talking about uh, some good mons, we're going to start with a very good mon, a favorite of mine, Hisuian Arcanine, uh, which just had a really good result um, in Knoxville. I It was uh, on some cut teams. I think it's a very good Pokemon. Yeah, I, is... I, don't, I don't think it's nearly as uh, centralizing as it has been in the formats past because, like, obviously Incineroar exists, right? Um, so, like, yeah. what, what you're doing with... In- what you're doing with Arcanine over Incineroar is you're applying a lot more pressure. Uh, you're a very offensively oriented Mon, but as a result, you're also weak to uh, opposing Intimidates. So, like, sure, you can be, like, Choice Band or, like, Choice Scarf and just, like, lock yourself into a damaging a move, whereas Incineroar is more of this, like, super heavy pivot, like, super pivot heavy Mon, and, like, you're able to apply pressure through, like, Fake Out, and still being able to do, like, parting shot and, and bring, come back in and intimidate again. Like, the they play two very different roles. Uh, Arcanine yeah. is hyper-offensive Incineroar, I think is the simplest way to put it. Yeah, and, and there are some other sets, Citrus Berry sets, Clear Amulet sets as well, where you're either, like, running a Protect a Will-O-Wisp as a fourth move instead of... Um, like, you're just straight up four attacks. But in general, it is a very good mon. I think the other thing with Arcanine is that there are just, um... There's a lot of different other... There's a lot of other fire types in the format. And it just comes down to a fact where unless you want to run, like, multiple fire types on your team, it's going to be fighting with others that might fit with another spot. Uh, speaking of fire types, we'll actually just group the next two together... Uh, Magmar and Electabuzz, the brand new Follow Me Pokemon. I think these are both um, fairly niche in like what they do, um, but I mean, both of them have some sort of result. I know Wolf played uh, in the GC, I believe, with Magmar and Galarian uh, Zapdos, if I remember correctly. So like, it wasn't the GC. It was um, it was it was a uh, a large ish grassroots tournament. Okay. And in general, like, I know uh, you played the Michael Zhang team, and that had uh, Magmar on it as well. I think Magmar having Flame Body, being able to go Terra Grass with Flame Body, is super useful in a format that has Urshifu and, um, like, Urshifu and Water Pond. So I think that is why, uh, between the two, I think it's slightly better. Mm-hmm. But, again, like, it's weird where this this is probably a format with so many amazing redirection mons where if we went back to even as early as reg c magmar and electabuzz might have gotten a lot more play because you really just had amoongus and 
indeedy for that redirection where now you have a Moongus and Indeedy are still around, but you also have four different Ogre Ponds that you can use. And the Ogre Ponds are just the best in, uh, redirectors that we have. I think we should go ahead and just, like, knock out the two uh, the, the four Ogre Ponds here. Uh, Wellspring, I think, is one of, if not the best, Pokemon in the format currently. Uh, Hearthflame yep. is also very, very good. I think both of these are very centralizing threats to the format. Um, I actually would <laughs> go... I would argue, I would say that Water Pond more than Heart Flame. I think Heart Flame is very good. Okay. I think it's better. I can than, agree with and, that. and this is, and I think this is the start of what I was saying with the fire types. There's already two like very good fire types that put out damage that give support in certain ways, and we're going to get to more. Um, Teal Mask is super interesting because there's this Covert Cloak superpower set that um that bops Insen really hard. And I learned that the hard way because I led Insen into it into a uh in a USPA match. And um when I got my match review from uh the glorious Captain Cable, his game three review was if you didn't lead Insen, you might have won that one, buddy. Are we thinking niche or are we thinking solid? I think it's solid. Okay. I think it's solid. It's it's a very good grass type. Um, it can do a lot of different things. I actually think it is an underexplored Pokemon. Um, I, I'd say I that feel Rock the Pong same way with, with Cornerstone here. Um, I agree. I think it is super underexplored, and because of that, it's hard for me to judge what all it is capable of doing, because it just seems like it's... It feels like it's missing something, but I don't know what that something is. And I think the rock type defensively, it, it's good not like the, I know I had a hashtag rock facts um, episode where every Pokemon I talked about was like, it's a rock type. It's good because you resist an extreme speed. And while resisting extreme speed is super well, the metagame has really warped to where that the prior spam team that Alexander Hill used to win um, in Portland, you don't see it anymore. And through that, being a rock type and being able to resist that extreme speed isn't as useful. I think Cornerstone is probably best on harder Trick Room teams. But again, like there's a lot of hate towards Trick Room right now due to everyone trying to counter the Blood Moon Ferrigraph teams, which we saw that Blood Moon didn't. Ha well, it had a. It is a very very good Pokemon. It didn't have the results in uh, Knoxville that we expected, or at least it's been getting previously. Do you want to transition into talking about uh, the Ursa Luna forms here since, you know, sure. Yeah. We, we, yeah, no, it's, uh, this, we're, we're going off the cuff t uh, tonight, folks. Um, I think, I think it works. Suit, yeah. I think, Ursa Luna, I think it's solid. Yeah. I, I think that, um, you don't have to devote yourself to, uh, it's, Fine. Like I, I think it is a solid a solid mon. Um the fact that you are a physically oriented mon is kind of off-putting in a format where Intimidate is still very good. But like you also hit so absurdly hard once you get your burn. The problem is is if you lead it plus your trick room center, like your opponent's very obviously understanding what's going on. If you don't lead it and set trick room and then switch it in 
you have to wait a turn before you can actually do that massive amount of damage. I think that Ursaluna itself is... It's fine, is the simplest way I can put it. Um, that being said, I think Blood Moon is bananas. Like, this thing... This is... Yeah. I... I it is a... Definitely, it is a very good Pokemon. I think it's... I don't think it's centralizing i think it's very good so uh, i, I think I there's an argument central- to put it up in centralizing because the idea behind it is it is the best trick room sweeper in the game right i i don't think there's an argument for that in team building i think you have to prepare for it in some capacity otherwise like if you don't have an answer to how trick room is going up or like once trick room is up you're going to get swept up by blood moon and I think I think that in and of itself dictates it being a centralizing threat to the format. So I, I do agree with that. And again, I, I was just saying people have been really playing to play around the Photograph Blood Moon team. Mm-hmm. My counter argument on, on it, it's never been in the top twelve. We've that, never that seen is it in a true. regional graphic. And that's why I would say I think it's like the top Pokemon of very good. I think that if you're if you're going into a tournament and you don't have a photograph Blood Moon answer, then you aren't going to do well. But it's also gotten to the point where the metagame has warped to where there's so many Blood Moon answers where it's not as big of a thing. Um, which is why I would say, like, I would lean, like, very good towards centralizing. Um, as, as I'd say right now. I, I can agree again, with that. We could see a change. If it was making top 12s, I would definitely agree. But it, this came up in Dad's server where it was like someone was brought up about how Frigraph was still in the top 12 and Blood Moon wasn't close to it. And part of it was because Frigraph gets twice the amount of usage. I think people have realized that Pokemon, if we want to just go to Frigraph, which mm-hmm. is, where is my giraffe? There we go. Uh, I think it's also in the very good, if not this, if not close to meta-defining. I- I'd lean towards very good. Again. So... Giraffe is popping up in those top 12s like you're talking about. Yeah. And it's played on more... And it's more... day two staying power. It, it's doing more than just setting Trick Room 2, right? Like, the Armor Tail ability is absurdly good, and part of the reason why these priority spam teams have fallen off of favor. Like, we, we saw it that second week, uh, that second weekend tournament where, was that Charlotte... Uh, second weekend. Where did Wolf win? That was Charlotte, right? Yeah, Wolf won in Charlotte. So, like, that team proceeded to win that weekend and the following weekend after we saw how much priority there was in the first week. And I think because of the results that it already has, I like, you can play Frigoraph without Blood Moon. I don't think you're playing... Blood Moon without Furigaraf in most cases. And if you are, I yeah, think there, there you're, are you're setting yourself back in some capacity. Like, you have the Psy Spam teams where you're doing NDD plus Iron Crown. Um, but, like, I don't think those teams are nearly as good as just, like, having a giraffe. Yeah. I, 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 like, I can, I can see where you're going. I'll put it at centralized. Yep. It's... It is. It is very good, and it, you're right. It does have the res- it does have the results to completely back it up. Um, a Pokemon that sadly doesn't have results anymore is uh, Gyarados. 
Uh, again, how the mighty have fallen. I think I think I, Gyarados has become pretty niche at this point. Um, yeah. I still think it is better than everything below it, and I think that is why it's fine. Like I, I played a Gyarados for laddering a couple couple weeks back now. Uh, I forget that was on the Smeargle team, if I remember correctly. And like, I think the biggest problem with that Gyarados is I didn't have Protect, <laughs> which like, oh well, it is what it is at this point. Um, but like, I think Gyarados is weirdly unique in like being a Intimidator that's also able good against the other Intimidators. It's good into all the Intimidators, right? Like you have Ensign, yeah. uh, Arcanine above it, but like you also have speed control in the form of thunder wave which is really weird um non-prankster taunt is really really good in this format uh -huh. right now again people are looking for photograph answers non-prankster taunt is a photograph answer um you resist water ponds ivy cudgels you resist surging strikes as well like those are really important like and, and like you resist um hearthflame uh Ivy Cudgel as well. Yeah. But, like, why would I want to play Gyarados when I have access to Incineroar is the big thing. Well, I think the other thing as well is, is that Gyarados usually only runs Waterfall as its damage coverage, which means that, sure, the Ogre Pond in front of you got intimidated and isn't doing a lot of damage into you, but you can't hit it at all. Yeah. And that is why, where it really falls down. Ogre Pond, even, like, so the, the Ogre Ponds, they're taking 50-ish percent from minimally in, invested Incineroars. Like, I'm talking just no uh, no boosting nature, just four attack. You're going to be able to two-hit KO a lot of these Ogre Ponds before they Terra. And then you have Gyarados, who is neutral into Fire Pond, neutral into, into uh, Cornerstone... And that, but you can't touch the Pokemon that was on two thirds of day two teams at the last event. Mm hmm. Yeah. Well, let's see. What do we have next? Zapdos. You want to talk about how the mighty have fallen, man? F former, yeah, like, it's, I, multi, multi game format staple. I actually would go. Even a step further, I think it's just out, absolutely outclassed right now. I I, just, um, I don't see a reason to play Zapdos. Yeah, and like, it's it's a Pokemon that I really like, but you got to see the writing on the wall. It's not the format for it. Yeah, I think that's if you the want a way to put it. Yeah, if you want a special attacker, that's Electric type. We have Raging Bolt. And which... let's see. I think we can go ahead and talk about Dragonite. Entei, and where's Chien Pao? Chien Miao? There we go. I think we can talk about all three of these pretty, like, cohesively. Um, I think Chien Pao is by far the best of them. I think that this is a centralizing threat. Um, the fact that I... we've seen meta developments based around this Pokemon individually, I think is, like, part of the reason Giraffe is now good. And I, uh, again... Yeah. I, I think it's the same argument that Blood Moon has is this thing is good to the point where you have to strictly have an answer to it. The downside of that is most of the answers is, oh, I'm going to intimidate it. <laughs> and that's usually yeah. good enough. 
I think the thing, my thing with Chimpow, it really fell off in the middle of the format. It did get have better usage um, at Knoxville. I think one of the things that it could evolve into is to potentially using like a double dark set where maybe you have you have the sucker punch and then something like throat chop. I think throat chop on Chen is a move that definitely can be explored upon more. Um, it does really well into stopping the fur drafts. It's and it also like it stops your blood moon damage. It stops Incineroar from being able to parting shot in and out. So that could be an option there, but we did see it go on a downturn. Now it's two partners, uh, Dragonite and Entei. I think both of them are very good. I was trying to do a whole victory lap um, on Entei, saying, like, oh, I was right. And I, I think while I was more not wrong, I think the words I want to use is I was more not wrong than initially expected. Um, Entei's still very good. People have actually been on trick on these Sunroom teams, have been doing this scarf set with uh, Eruption, which is uh, very, very cute. And Dragonite's just, it, it's just, Dragonite's just been very good every single format that it's been around. Um, yeah, I'd say they're both very good. Are we fine with leaving Chien Pao up? Because, like, uh, you have Chien Pao, you have, like, the Entei Dragonite thing, but, like, you also have just, like, next to Urshifu as well. Or, like, Tornadus to be able to really pressure your opponent. You're you're not dedicated to strictly being a, uh, like, priority spam team, whereas, like, you are just a team that is usually fairly weak to intimidate. And I think having this next to, like, either of the Urshifu forms really just means that you're going to clap your opponent before they get to do anything. Um, I, I, I can see an argument to bring it down. I really can just because like, I can, I can, I can see it as well. These, I think we should these three down. see play together in some capacity, yeah. like a plus B or a plus C, I really think are just fine. Like it, it's Shin Pao plus intimidate proof Mon with priority where like yeah. you have Chien Pao plus Entei, Dragonite, Urshifu form, like, it, it, pick one, um, I think is just fine. And, like, again, you had to prep for it, but, like, most of the prep is just, like, knowing how to play against it. I don't think that, for the most part, most people have moved away from, like, devoting an entire team spot to it. And I, I say that, but, like, Giraffe exists, but, like, I think that's the thing is you're playing a good bond that's good into a lot of the format that answers what this team is doing natively. Like, yeah, you're, you're doing more than just beating up the Chien Pao teams with giraffe. You're, you're really just like preventing all the priority in the format while also like being just like a huge threat in and of itself. Um, do we want to talk about the Urshifu forms? We can just go ahead and uh, just... let's talk about the Urshifu forms. Hey, these things are really uh, good. Um, talk about how the mighty have fallen. The thing is, though, uh, this is this might be a controversial take, or not really with the way it's going. I would put Waterfu in very good. You're I don't wrong. think it's uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna answer that. I'm gonna just snuff that right now. I, 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 I think it's the recent not. bias. I think it's it's the recently bias. Um, this talking, but yeah, you're right. Like, 
It is a Pokemon that is still if you don't have an answer <laughs> just, to, and that's the ability to run through you. Immediately, you start talking, I just went, absolutely not. Sit down. Yeah. <laughs> like, a lot of teams have a lot of answers, though, now. I know the team I'm running in the MSS this weekend, like, I have Amoongus, I have Waterpawn, and I have Raging Bolt, and so half of my team is there to just make Urshifu's life miserable. Um, like, Scarf Urshifu, if you aren't defensive Terra, my long-necked dinosaur is just gonna give it the clap. And Darkfu, on the other hand, though, it's really, really gone up in usage. Again, we have this, this very predominant Psychic-type Pokemon in Furgaraf that you're able to hit with Wicked Blow. And uh, also, Wicked Blow just hits really hard, like... This was a Pokemon that we used in Dynamax formats all the time. Yeah. And to do dyna damage against Dynamax Pokemon with double HP. And I think it was more so everyone, like, Urshifu Rapid Strike was just so, so, so good that there was no reason to even experiment with Single Strike Urshifu. But now since Rapid Strike is more balanced in terms of the metagame than in previous metagames, it's given people to say, okay, well, I now don't have to run Waterfoo in order to, like, do well in the event. I can, like, experiment with Single Strike. And the light bulb went off for everyone's head. I'm like, oh, yeah, this was really good. <laughs> yep. I, I think that Urshifu is going to continue to be an absolute dominant threat in any game that it exists. Like, until, until they do gets... something different with uh, Unseen Fist, these two are just huge threats. And I, I don't think there's any other way to put it. Yeah. As long as they're in the game, they're relatively They're, they're extremely playable. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I, I... I don't think Unseen Fist needs changed. I don't want to make it seem like that's what I'm saying here. I do. No, I'm, um, I'm going to say I do. I don't think it needs to change, but if it happened, I wouldn't be upset about that, is the way I think I'm, I'm going to say it. Just make it work like max moves or Z moves into protect. Yeah, and I think that's the simplest answer, is like, make it reduce like damage if they protect. Yeah. yeah, It's literally that simple, and, they've do and we know they can do it because they've done it before in multiple games. Um, I know the next Pokemon we have up here is Jumpluff. Do you want to just group all of these Sunmons together? Yeah, we can we, we can pretty quickly uh, just put, like, all of these, like, mediocre Weathermons in one tier. Um, I think, like, Jumpluff, Torkoal, Pelipper are all pretty niche. I'm going to argue Pelipper because there is a back, like... The Arcaludon Baxcalibur Rain Team that did T16 multiple uh, regionals, and that was a Pelipper team. I think Pelipper is a solid Pokemon. Again, being able to resist Ivy Cudgel, having Tailwind, it, it works on a very, very good comp, and it's a comp that we know has results. So I would argue that Pelipper is solid. Its top ranking at Knoxville was 95. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I have Jeez, data to I, back I, up I, my claim. It kind of sucks. Uh, um, 
I, I'm like, a recency guy. Yeah. No, but like no, looking you're right. looking it's... at its chart, uh, I have like Tommy's Tuesday tours pulled up here. Um, the last two weeks, it has a top five finish. Uh, it finished in third this past week. So like, there, there's definitely Pelipper stands out there giving it like its name, like it, it's doing things with players. Um. I don't think that means it's very good, though. Does that make sense? Yeah, and, and I mean, like, we're, we're, as we're going through, we can just grab some of the other ones. Um, I feel bad that, like, like the Lentar, uh, that Lenduel ran, uh, man's been using the same exact spread for a decade plus. I want to, um, I want to know if it's the same Tyranitar. Because, I like, don't, I, I, now I that that's just, a thing you, know, you can I, do, I want to know if it is. I don't know if it is. I mean, I'll ask next time I see Aaron. I'll ask him because he'll probably know. Um, but uh, yeah, Aaron. Like I went and I we had a uh, a Rhode Island VGC get together on Tuesday where, where we planned on getting drinks and battling, and then we just talked for like three hours instead. And instead, all we um, did was get drinks. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, so I asked we we asked Aaron about uh, Len, like the the Tyranitar. And he's and Aaron's like, yeah, Len has used the same set for like a decade. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's in general though. Sand is in a format with all these water types um, that do a lot of damage. All these grass types that do a lot of damage. It's very difficult for um, for T Tar to really do its thing. It takes a poke. It takes a person who has experience in piloting the team. Um, and with that as well. It's sand, all of the abusers are, are in this tier as well. You're only going to see the Lilligant with the Torkoal, and same with Jumpluff with Torkoal. Uh, we did see Jumpluff slightly more, because uh, that was being used on a Hard Sun team by uh, Pengi was using it. Um, like Lycanroc, Excadrill, uh, Basculesion, and uh, Garchomp as well oh yeah thank you i knew i was forgetting one yeah all of these pokemon are like they're very good mons when they're in their weather it's just getting that weather going and they're all and they at least the way that they're being ran right now they all are ran in that weather it's next to the reggie found it thanks like that doesn't narrow it down i don't know where geekus is (laughs) (laughs) that's been the one pokemon i've been like following so yeah, I'd say like in general, like hard weather right now is niche. Oh, you forgot. Uh, honestly, both nine tails as well. Oh, thank Third you. Row in the middle. Um, Blizzard spam is fine. Um, I, I Aurora think... Veil is just difficult to get up when when everything outspeeds you. It's hard to set your screens before you get hit. Yeah, throw in like the weather from Torn, and again these other weather teams like. Right now, they're niche. I do think that there is a lot to explore with both Sun and Rain to make those teams uh, do well. I know that we have had good, we have had good Rain results. Sun results, I think, are going to come at some point, but we don't have that like top cut like in a major yet, and maybe we will. But as of right now, it leans more niche. Are you going to be um, upset if I move uh, Walking Wake into niche? No, I won't. Okay. No, because I think Walking Wake is well. We let, let let's get on to the Proto Sun Pokemon. 
Walking Wake is a Pokemon that everyone was super excited for because everyone thought it'd be really broken. You and me both, it's just man. Too, it's just too frail to do anything. Which is absurd. Like, I love this thing. I really do. And it might just be the singles players in, like, in me talking, but like, its stats are really good, man. Like, um, 99, you know 91, in- 83 bulk. 125, 129, uh, 109 speed. Like, it's nothing to scoff at. It really is a good statted mon. Remember when, like, I'd say, like, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes ago, before we hit record, and you said we should make one of these tiers would be awesome if Flutter didn't exist? <laughs> I know I joked about it, but, like, that's the, that's the hard truth here, right? Walking Walking Wake is the poster child of it. Um, when, and it's not even that, it's the fact that your two, the two most popular Pokemon are Ogre, are Ogre Pond Wellspring, who can p- go plus one on defense, who you can't hit super effective with your like actually it's four times resisted on your stab your your stab is absorbed thanks to water water absorbed yep oh i yeah i even forgot yeah the water absorb as well so it's like could you draco it sure but you're going to draco it and then eat and and that's if you go first and then you want to eat a moon blast um from flutter which is you know the second most so then you have to go like Terra Fire or Terra Steel. And if you go Terra Fire, then the Ogre Pond is going to bonk you. Yeah. It's it's so close to being good. And it just the problem is is I don't think there's ever gonna be a game where it exists and Fluttermane doesn't. Like if they're bringing, there could be. If they're bringing back the Paradox Mons. Oh, oh actually, no, you're right, they're both Paradox. Like, right, that's not if they're bringing back the Paradox Mons, they're gonna bring back all of them, right? Like they're not gonna nitpick which ones they choose. We we could get like old takes exposed in two and a half years. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's what's gonna happen. Is Gen eleven? Gonna... Gen 11's gonna have just like the trio of old, like the old pro, uh, the the paradox, the paradox legends trios, and no other. And then like people are gonna be like, "Man, you all are idiots." Remember when you said this? I'll be like, "No, that was two. That was six years ago. Of course, I don't remember that." It's like. <laughs> Oh my, we're going to be in our mid-30s in six years. Thanks for ruining my life. Oh god, I'm going to cry after this episode. I might cry on it. <laughs> you think if I cried on camera, they would pay us more? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> let's get the other two. Let's actually, let's bang out all of the, the remaining uh, past Paradox Legends, and we'll go to the future Paradox Legends. Raging Bolt and Gouging Fire are amazing Pokemon. They're, I'd say they're great. Um, both of them. Um, I, Raging I Bolt, love I'm just... both of these. When when so lo- I... uh, when Raging Bolt was announced, my first thought is, I need I need to see Entei. That's, that's all I kept saying is, I don't care about anything else. I need Entei to look and be good. Like, I want it to look cool and be good. And they just delivered so well. <laughs> It's it's not what I thought. I thought that we were going to go like more Triceratops. I on wanted. It. I really wanted a Triceratops, but I'll same. Take it. But like in general, it was good. I do. I do think both of them, though. I wouldn't put them in the. Maybe Raging Bolt is approaching the centralizing threats. I don't think Gouging Fire is. I think again, it's solidly in the very good. Um, Gouging Fire 
if if I've mentioned this before, if you are a New England VGC player who has played over the during Regulation F, you have either mained Blood Moon or Gouging Fire. Gouging and Fire, according who, to Lab Mouse, is number nine in usage. It's nine. Ooh. Once again, on. I'm backing my my stance up with data. Okay, I, I mean, I also I, 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 like I can see a world like the, the gouging fire support teams are very very consistent. Um, there's I, a lot of them. I played uh, I played a howl gou- gouging fire today next to Dodrio, and it was awesome. <laughs> I'm so there, excited I, for that have... video to go up this week. It was so cool. I have a few friends who, um, actually, one friend in particular who is addicted to clicking the move howl. Uh, they they listen to the podcast every now and again. They'll know who they are by saying this, and I, I was like, oh, just play a team. Actually, they, they're finally doing it tomorrow. We're both playing the same team, and the team we're playing does not have howl. Um, but yeah, the, the howl breaking swipe with uh, heat crash and. The burning bulwark, it's very good, yep. it's very consistent. The and then I forget what video bolts. it was. There was a video I recorded a couple weeks back where I had gouging fire on it, and I'm just like, Man, there's a Rillaboom on the other side. I'm gonna click burning bulwark and they're gonna fake out me. And it happened like <laughs> four games in a row. <laughs> it's like I can ignore that now, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> burning yeah, bulwark it's... is so sick, I love it. And for Raging Bolt, people at the start, they really weren't figuring out, like, like what set to use. There were these, there's honestly, like, in my opinion, There's, like, five sets running combines. around for it. Yeah. The, well, there was, like, this, but I think the set two run is the Assault Vest set. With an Assault Vest, this thing doesn't die. And you have Snarl, which is really good into Blood Moon. It's re- honestly really good into Opposing... Uh, Raging Bolts. Thunderclap is just one of the best moves in the game right now, being able to hit Urshifu super effectively on a priority attack. And then, like, Draco Meteor, like, there's your nuke. Uh, it's it's an insanely good Pokemon. Just don't, like... Actually, you're able to take you're, you're able to take a hit with the Assault Vest in front of Flutter. It's so, like, you aren't forced to Terra in, fr- in front of a Flutter. But yeah, Flutter's not nice to it. It would be even it, it, as as amazing as it is. It would be even stronger if Flutter main didn't exist. So I think there are really like four sets you can run uh, with uh, Raging Bolt. There's the AV set. There's the booster booster set. Uh, there's the safety set? goggles, which is fine and then uh there's the lefties uh calm mindset those have fallen off pretty hard the lefties calm mindset's a bad set in my opinion i think it is now um i think i think it always format it was just like oh man this thing can really clap really hard um if it would get the boosts yeah and then people remembered Wait, I don't have I don't have to take a turn to set up. I can just have booster on it. <laughs> Honestly, life orb is super good on it. As I, well. I I do um, think life orb is overtaking uh, lefties and like it. It hasn't yet, but I think there is a chance that life orb becomes more popular than lefties on it. Uh, just looking at the data here, there's it's not. It, 
So the last tournament, let's see, let's pull uh, Knoxville. Uh, four per, just under five percent life orb, eleven percent lefties. So just over twice as many. Sixty percent were assault vest. <laughs> so it's no assault vest is the set. Yep, um, it is. Just brought it up to us, my building group, in about like about a month ago or so. Um, and then she helped Sohei build, and Sohei um almost caught. Once it was Portland, yeah, he, uh, he almost got Portland with it, and then everyone said, "Yeah, that's good." No, no, he was right, and we're just going to do it. Like it's 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 a Pokemon where if you haven't tried it yet, you definitely should. Um, moving on to the other uh, Paradox Legends, we already put Iron Leaves where it belongs. The trash, yeah, it bad. Um, Boulder bad. is, I think Boulder's pretty outclassed. If you want me to be honest, Boulder is outclassed. Okay. Uh, Iron Crown, though, this thing is... Iron Crown's pretty solid. I think this is pretty solid. Um, it is... <laughs> unironically, uh, it's what made Armor Rouge completely outclassed. <laughs> I don't yeah, think so Armor Rouge is actually playable anymore. No, um, I don't either. I, I mean, it, it is to an extent... Um, if you're going for that classic hard trick room, like, side spam, Armor Rouge is more of a play. You could see, like, Armor Rouge with Ursaluna Hisuian as the, like, Ursaluna Hisuian being the physical attacker for Trick Room to go with Armor Rouge's special attacker in Trick Room. I believe there was uh, an episode of the Oko podcast with um, Justin Karras and Justin Burns, and Karras ran... Um, Iron Crown at, I want to say, at, he, he ran at Charlotte as well, and he said the reason why he went with Iron Crown as, like, his size spam Pokemon is one of the big issues with previous size, with the Indeed Armor Rouge size spam, is that you kind of need the Trick Room up, and you have to play that speed control game before you can play the, um, like, the damage game, where with the Iron Crown, it has enough speed, and its bulk is decent enough, where you can just start pressing um expanding force immediately and you also have tachyon cutter which tachyon cutter depending on how you're trained you're able to threaten flutter main you're one-shotting jampow through sash so having that second way it's like it's bout of damage is really really good um, again i've had a lot of experience on piloting this pokemon by helping build with it um i helped mia myself shanish and shanish helped mia go and uh build an iron crown team that took her to two day twos uh both at knoxville and at charlotte uh very very solid pokemon i think the issue is right now is as people are starting to prep and bring in blood moon or saluna and like photograph answers a lot of those answers just double as size spam iron crown answers okay i think we should I think we should talk about more of these like top mons real quick and just kind of knock out some of these. Um, I want to put Rillaboom up here. I want to put Incineroar up here. Um, I want to put Tornadus up here. I think these three uh, definitely like Tornadus and Incin are both like very good support Pokemon. Um, Rillaboom to a lesser degree is like a support pokemon but like also just has the potential to do a ton of damage out of nowhere um uh, thank you grassy gliden woodhammer 
Yeah, um, um, the being able to pivot with fake outs always great, which is why instant's great. I mean, people talk about the damage out, like damage output. Instant can do damage. You don't. Need I, to I actually in it um, for it to do. Damage. I learned earlier this week, and it's actually because I was watching uh, Pichel, who he's doing a uh, nuzlocke of this ROM hack called Run and Bun currently. Um, and one of the things that came up is he has a Drapion in his current run. And he's like, yeah, I'm just going to have like Sucker Punch on this thing. And everyone's like, no, just run knockoff. And so he did the calc and like two knockoffs, even after the second one is nerfed, is still more damage than two Sucker Punches. So like there's a reason you're seeing knockoff as the primary dark type move over something like Darkest Lariat, which you've ran previously. Because like one, the the uh, utility of knockoff is very good. And two, the damage output from it is just fine. Like it does what it's you need bonkers. it to. Yeah, it's it's and being able to go and use the knockoff to set up other KOs is really good. Being like, so you can go knockoff an assault vest, and maybe the damage might be negligible, but that knockoff is setting up your flutter main or your blood moon or saluna get picking up a KO in like a turn or two that it wouldn't be able to when the assault vest was there. It's going and mitigating damage output from a Pokemon like Lando Eye that needs that um the life orb. Like it it does so much for your team. Knocking off goggles and then letting your Amoongus, which we can also mm-hmm. put in the meta defining. Yes. Um yes, yes, yes. Talking about like meta defining support Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, it's a little idiot. Uh, second row, all the way to the left. I right, got him. There we go. Um, knocking off like the goggles, let your Amoongus just put everything to sleep. It's and so it's a utility move that also does a ton of damage. And as I said earlier in the pod, a Pokemon like Ogre Pond is taking around fifty percent from your Flare Blitz with very minimal investment. And mm-hmm. I do know, like, there's some people. I believe Toller said that he actually ran Adamant Insin. Um, I didn't, I can try to find Yeah, sick, 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 I love that. I, uh, I was debating, uh, because we don't have, like, a dedicated Incineroar video, I was debating making one where it's just, like, max attack, max speed, and just be, like, purely offensive Incineroar, just for the meme. <laughs> just be, like, Incine can do more than just be a support Pokemon, but I, in reality, I don't think that's good. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. Like, yeah, it was biggest thing is like being able to uh, get a fake out off, parting shot, knock off your thing, click helping hand for some reason. Like, <laughs> and then if need be, flare blitz to do a ton of damage and pick up KOs. Like, yeah, Ensign's in- good. Um, I-, I have really nothing else to say. It- if you haven't heard of heard us gush enough about Ensign, go listen to the last 150 episodes. Like, I, I, I don't know, man. It's It's been forever since this thing has been good. Like, it, it's all... It, Ensign upsets me. Can we talk about Ever since else? it got Intimidate, it's always been good. And it, then, it was playable before that! That's the worst part! It was playable, but it wasn't good. It had results! That's the part that upsets me! Talk about something uh, else. Uh, we're going to talk about Tornadus real quick because we put it there and haven't talked about it yet. Uh, guys, super fast Tailwind. Awesome. Really great. 
Um, to be able to just have very consistent speed control in that sense is always going to be amazing. Uh, Bleak Windstorm is a stupid move that shouldn't have existed because Tornadus didn't need any more help. And honestly, Bleak Windstorm is the main difference on why Whimsicott isn't really pushing Torn as, like, best Tailwind user. Because Bleak Wind is just... I know it's everyone, like, it talks... It's like, it's a roll, it misses. You can mitigate that by just running your own Rain Dance and just setting yourself up. Or just the fact that once your Tornadus sets up that Tailwind... Anything else it does is just gravy on top of it. To have that spread move that could also lower speed, yeah, sure, it might mess it every now and again. But, like, for every miss you get, you're also going to get a speed drop that wins you a game. So, you know, you win some, you'll lose some. It evens out in the middle. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a great meta-defining mon. And, it, again, it's one of these Pokemon that is always going to be amazing as long as it's legal. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think these four are just, like, absurdly good, and I, I, I feel like because they are older bonds uh, at this point, we've preached the success of these four over the last however many episodes we've had. Uh, I, I, 206. Yeah, they're good. They're going to continue to be good. Um... Let's see. Things that have kind of fallen off the face of the earth. P2. Ah, P2 has been... It's It's been having a good... Uh, a little bit of uprising. I think it's very solid right now. You have that... Like, like, like the P2 Amoongus balance is, is definitely a thing. It has that... Um, the top cut. Uh, Avery from... Avery top cut with it in Knoxville. Uh, who knows what the Spanish players would have done with it if they didn't gen or clone their entire teams? <sighs> yeah, I think it's it's a different type of of setter than the photograph. Um, you do, I think, you have a bit little more offense in it, being able to get a download boost to go plus one immediately mm -hmm. and not having to run an item like throat spray and set up that way is very very interesting. Uh, Terra Blast being stab all the time is cool, and Ice Beam is really good support, like complementary coverage. Being able to hit into these Dragon type Pokemon, uh, Tor Tornadus, Lando Eye, being able to hit all of them like that, I think it's I think that's pretty useful. Yeah, I agree. It's it's interesting, right? Like it's a mon that has historically been very good and. I think the big thing now is Trick Room's yeah, not as good as it's been previously. Uh, and on top of that, you have the competition, like you said, in normal types that set Trick Room. <laughs> as as like weird of a niche as that is, it yeah, is, I, right? I, like Yeah, like 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 the whole like I'd have two nickels, which is, you know, not a lot, but more than you'd think. <laughs> yeah. 100%. There's a third um, normal type that can set Trick Room. Um, actually, there's, there's four. We, we can go to uh, the Smeargle. third. Yeah, it, actually, that was the, <laughs> what I was thinking of. And I'm like, oh, wait, Indeedee's <laughs> on this list, too. Uh, yes, Smeargle and Indeedee. Um, I think Indeedee is solid. I think it's a great pair with um, with the Iron Crown. And Smeargle is a niche mon. It's not the... 
it's not the threat that everyone thought it was going to be. Like like the uh, the demise of VGC didn't come by putting Smeargle back in the game. Smeargle is well. They had the mer- they, the, the Moody nerf and the Dark Void nerf kind of put Smeargle in its place, along with the fact that when it was finally added back to the game, it was added in, not in base decks, but in as close to, like, national-ish decks as possible. And so the power level was at least high enough to counteract Smeargle. Smeargle losing Dark Void is, like, the biggest thing that ever happened to it, and I am very glad that it's never going to happen again. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Trick Room, I, I'm, since we are on this Trick Room route, we have some few other, like, Trick Room-based bonds. Hatterene, Cresselia, Dusclops. Bronzong. Um, Bronzong. I think Hatterene. all of them... Let's see. Where... Cresses, There's top also row. Gothitelle. There is also Gothitelle. Um, where's the stupid clops. little ghost? Oh, right there. I was going to say, there we go. Um, I played I against the Dusclops today. It got clapped. I think they're all niche at this point. Yep. Um, Gothitelle notably does have some other extra, like, utility having access to Shadow Tag. Um, so, like, if you're trying to do Parish Song things, like, obviously Gothitelle's one of, if not the only mons that, like, you can actually reasonably do that with now. Um, the problem with trying to parish trap people is ghost types are immune, and you know what the best mon in the format is? A ghost type. And honestly, let's just go to that Pokemon. Uh, and this is, in my personal opinion, I think this is the last meta-defining Pokemon that we have on this list. Annihilate. You sicko. <laughs> Bramblecast? You know exactly who we're talking about. We're the stupid, stupid. It's it's okay. It's right next. Okay, go find. Dragapult. It's right next to. It's right next to King Gambit. You're literally right over it. <laughs> Do not edit any of these out. This is the best part of the episode. Not us actually ranking the Pokemon. But me not telling, talking about what's good and not. It's no, just... me, Carter, me telling Carter where his Pokemon are. Um, Look, I can't read. How do you expect me to be able to see Pokemon? They're pictures. Like... They're pictures. I didn't go to school for words either, but I can look at a picture. <laughs> I don't know. Like, we aren't going to get too much into Fluttermane. It's, uh, I don't want to talk about Fluttermane anymore. I, I am, though. Flutter and Wellspring are the girlfriends of... Uh, of um, they're straight girl bossing. Yeah, they, they are girl bossing. All they're doing is just winning one event after another. Ignore the fact that totally run a Fluttermane. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. It does. I, I it's weirdly enough. I think it's actually the best form. It's the most powerful it's been in any format um, because of all the new dragons added. It just does so much damage into those dragons. You have these booster speed sets. You have the spec sets. Even some of these spec sets are getting cute where it's like specs with Perish Song, specs protect, specs taunt or misty terrain. Like it's such an amazing Pokemon and it does so much for your team that in the grand scheme of things, you have to have a really, really good reason not to use it. Yes. 
yeah. There's yeah. a you have to have an incredibly good reason not to. So do you want to do the remaining paradox mons or do you want to do the ghost types? Um I pulled a bunch of ghost types up here. Let's do the ghost types. Um all of these I think are towards niche at this point. Uh drag I'm saying Dragapult's niche, it's probably going to figure out a way to win an event. Um, Bramble Gas is a Pokemon that is really, really good when the format is set up for it, and then really, really bad it, when it's It's done. unplayable otherwise. And sadly, we're leaning towards the unplayable side. Um, it is a very fun Pokemon, though, and if Tornadus does tick up and somehow gets more usage again, then maybe it becomes more usable. Am I missing any ghost types? No, we got all the oh, uh, You lied to me. Uh, this thing sucks. I said Golden. I I completely forget that. that oh, we, we, <laughs> we we just completely missed Goldengo, who is the only one worth talking. This is a very good Pokemon. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think it is going to get a lot better because of the fact that you can run Terra Fairy to have an immune against all the dragons, and Amoongus is increasing in usage more and more, and. What's good is that Goldengo just sits in front of the Amoongus and just doesn't care. You can't put it to sleep, you and Amoongus isn't eating a plus two make it rain. Um, Goldengo is definitely like right there for like very very good Pokemon, and it just it it always happens every single format where we're like ever since we got Flutter, where everyone's like, oh no, Flutter, 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 Goldengo's dead. Screw Goldengo, it's bad. And then as the events go on, we're like, wait a second, this thing's still great. You can run it with Flutter if you want for all, for all that ma like for all you care. Um, but yeah, it, it's just it's a very very good Pokemon. I don't really think I have much more to add. I, I I'm, no. I'm going to be real honest with you. Um, Goldengo is a mon that's been good since it came out, and yep. I I don't see that stopping anytime. Um, I think it was. You, it might have been on the cast this past weekend. They were talking about, uh, it, I'm pretty sure it was on the cast. They were talking about, just when you think Goldango is out, it comes back again. Like, mm -hmm. just when you think that Goldango is done, it finds a way to come back. Yeah. Um, I almost ran it for, in a, like, for another thing that I have, like, for my USPA match. Uh, the team I, just didn't click with me, but it's not like I'm going to give up on Goldengo. Um, so, since we're kind of going to this on a type side, do you want to, or like, like groups? Let's let's talk about these genies real quick. We can bust out all five of them that are left. Um, yeah. I think Thunderous is pretty bad. I, I honestly think you can say Thunderous is pretty outclassed, especially Therian. Yeah, Thunderous is outclassed, and honestly, at this point, in, uh, yeah, Therian and Incarnate are both, both outclassed. Um, um, you wanted to talk about um, an Amorous. There we go. <laughs> uh, an Amorous Therian. So Incarnate is outclassed. Therian, I think, is pretty niche. Um, it has. I, I know, like, yeah, it. It's you have to deal with. Oh, why not just use Flutter? It has Overcoat, which we were just saying how good it is to be immune to Spore with Goldengo. An Amorous can do it. Um, an Amorous is. A slow Pokemon, able to put out really, really great damage in Trick Room. I think one of the reasons why it hasn't really been explored as much is because of how difficult it is to get a zero speed in Amorous. 
Um, and with especially over the last two weekends, which with what's happened in events, people are probably not going to be uh, experimenting with a Pokemon that they can't guarantee that they'll get legally. There is an event going on or or upcoming in Pokemon Go that is going to put enamorous in raids. While the IV, the speed IV for Pokemon that are transferred up via Go is completely random, the one in thirty-one chance you get of getting the or one in yeah one in thirty-one chance you get one in of, thirty-two. Well, one in zero are the same. Oh, you're right. So one in sixteen. Actually, yeah, Jesus, I said my math here. It's better than it's it's better than what you're getting playing Pokemon uh, Legends. So I think that just with the potential accessibility of it being increased, people might have more of a desire to experiment with the Pokemon, and that's where I'm saying where it might go from the, like niche to solid. Uh, as for the genies, I think Lando I is an exa- an insanely powerful Pokemon that is always going to be around. It's not meta warping. But it's always going to be there, and it sounds this. This sounds weird for me to say. Landotharian's like it's kind of outclassed. <laughs> I was going to put niche. I, I think niche is correct, which is I, absurd I'm like, to and think. And I even feel really bad saying niche. What happened, <sighs> man? I just i I don't know. That's the part I don't understand is it was so good for so long. Like, its entire career. And, like, its highest placing in Melbourne was 82. Its highest placing in Knoxville was 99. Like, this is a Mon that didn't day two and won Worlds how many times? Like, I don't understand why Lando's not good. And I don't want to think it's just because, like, Urshifu exists, because, like, Ensign's thriving in this format full of Urshifus. Um, I don't... I just really don't understand. Like, I think... Is it... I think what it is, is... What else are you doing for me? And one of the issues that Landorus T has, especially on the damage side... You're a ground type, but your main attack is out of, uh, like, your main attack's rock slide. So, mm-hmm. rock slide, you aren't getting the stab. If you want that really, really powerful stab in Terra Blast, you have to commit the Terra to the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And. Is it because you you're just outsped even with Scarf? By a lot of. Yeah. And then, if you aren't Scarf, then you're getting out. Then you're definitely getting outsped by the Ogre Pond, who, even at minus one, has a shot at bopping you. Um, especially with the Terra. I think it's it's a mix of that, and then on the other side, just for ground damage, we have two, well, they're special attacking ground types, we have two ground types in very good, and another one in solid, that put out just more consistent ground type damage, if that's what you want to do. Um, the special type damage is also just better in this format, because of the other t- other Intimidators, um, Landorus as great, like, it, uh, while it's putting its Intimidate out, Lando getting Intimidated itself is really bad. Except if you run the clear amulet set, you really struggle against your Water Ponds and your other, and your Urshifus, which just isn't good. So it's it's more of like a 
damned if you do, damned if you don't. And what I really have to say is uh, you have the uh, the VGC haters, the competitive Pokemon, like no one's like creative and everyone just uses the same Pokemon uh, that pull up the same exact like Worlds 2015 top eight where every team is Landorus. If you told that person that Landorus Therian actually isn't good anymore, it might blow Landorus their brain. Landorus isn't played. What do you mean? Yeah. Not the one, well, I mean it is, but just not the one that you think of. Yeah. Um, I know we have like some like singletons down here that don't have a home. Uh, Clefairy's niche. It's fine. It exists. Friend guard's it still its... really good. Yeah, friend guard's good. Like friend guard, follow me is just re- is really good. Um, I think Terrakion is pretty outclassed, actually. Yeah. Um, the the times of Terracot are long gone. I think. Um, Screamtail, uh, I think, is incredibly niche at this point. Yeah, it's Screamtail's niche. Okie dokie's niche. Um, um, I think Alolan Muck thing, is a meme. This thing is outclassed. It's this... had some decent results. I actually think that it's Has niche. it? Um, I'm pretty sure it made top 16 out of that. I'm looking. Valerian Articuno. Highest placing in Charlotte. It was 743. Uh, Top nine in Liverpool. That's what it was, Liverpool. Top nine in Melbourne. Um, No one brought it to Knoxville, it doesn't look like. Yeah. I think it's... It's niche enough. Uh, I, I'm not going to argue. Yeah, this like, this thing is actually seeing play, which is not yeah. something I anticipated. Um, let's Freezing see. Freezing Glare is cool. Having multiple forms of, of speed control is cool. Um, other things, like I'd say Regigigas is niche. Alolan Muck is a meme. And if you run the Alolan Muck team... You deserve what happens to you. I, exactly. <laughs> I Just no remorse. <laughs> I was gonna make a new tier that's just stop it, get some help. <laughs> um, well, let, let, let's like, we can go. Um, I have a bunch of dragons right here together. Do you want to talk yeah. about some dragons? Sure, let's talk about some dragons. Uh, starting with the Lottie twins, Latios came out in Regef on a heater, and I think is no more than a solid Pokemon right now. I, I think both Latios and Latios are pretty solid. Yeah. Latios actually has the better result, which is crazy to think of uh, with Michael Zhang. Latios, it's it's a bulky Tailwind setter, mm-hmm. which is super cool. But one of the things that w- we expected at the beginning of a meta, more of a Waterfoo centralized format, and it's turned into more of a Darkfoo format, which is not good for your psychic type. Mm-hmm. I think um, the, I think the arch I want to say hydrapple. Oh, the hydrapple. Oh, the hydrapple I think is just straight bad. It's, it's so upsetting because this mod is so cool. It's I might message Carl this week and see uh, if we can get hydrapple on for next week. Um, let's see. Did you die again? No, I'm right here. No, okay. uh, I was just, uh, 
I was just letting Carl know that you did reconnect. Talk about the Arch. I think the Arch is a solid Pokemon for now. Like, it's solid with potential. It has all the tools to be super, super good. I Except it just doesn't have the Western results. I know it had a bunch of top eights in Melbourne. I'm sorry, I'm a hater. I don't think the Australian meta is real. I don't think it actually affects <laughs> everything else. They had they had a Clefable made top six came in sixth place in Brisbane. Like everything's thrown out. Um, in general, with Arcaludon, I think what's cool about it is it does have potential play outside of rain. Um, there, there's this body press, heavy slam, snarl, and dragon coverage set with assault vest going around that kind of runs very similar to the rate, like the, the assault vest raging bolt. Um, but you are also able to stack defensive boosts with stamina and have that ability to use um, body press as damage output. I think it's a Pokemon that needs to be, whether it's in that role or in the rain role, can be explored more. And maybe once people figure it out, it can pop up into the very good. But as of the, this recording, I think it's just a solid Pokemon. What else do we want to talk about? No, oh, we're on a dragon. Let's yeah get these uh remaining dragons. We have uh Como is like fine. It's solid. Problem with Como is Fluttermane exists. Yep. Well, I mean, yeah, but you do have uh the Iron Head set, which can go, which does well. Um, I think another Pokemon that's more niche, honestly, something that we almost put in outclass, the Salamence. And I think it's niche because I feel like there is, it has some good resists, and there is a world where it's fine. But, um, again, it's just, I think people need to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Uh, what else do we have? We have... Uh, you want to talk about your, your boy? Ma'uwun? The stain on your face. <laughs> you know what you did. <laughs> oh, this is the best thing ever. Just for you. <laughs> okay, you know so... what you did. So I'm running. <laughs> I can't talk. I'm running Rory Moon tomorrow. Um, I'm running the Dragon Dance set that's been popping up on balance teams. Um, it's a very... I think right now it's a very solid... It's, I would call it a solid Pokemon. I don't think it's very good yet. Roaring Moon does have... Um, it's downfalls. It's a Pokemon that I feel like you really need to support with redirection, with fake out. Um, but once you can do that, it's a... like. Look, looking at all of these top threats, a lot of these Pokemon are just falling down to a plus one attack booster, uh, acrobatics, or knockoff. And it's just getting the Roaring Moon into that position might be a little more difficult, and you need the experience to get that. But if you are able to, it can really just run through the format, and even defensively, being able to have resists on flutter resists on instant resists on um 
Rillaboom. It's it's very very useful. Uh, going Terra Flying, having immunity into Earth Power. Did he die on me? I'm terrified now. No, uh, one moment. Okay, we're good. I don't know, are we? Yeah, we are. Sorry about that. Okay. Sure, man. Wait, did I mute or not? Yeah, you did. Okay. Yeah, uh, you're going to have to do a lot of editing. We're sorry. No, not we! Oh, Carl, love you, buddy. Feel better. Back to Pokemon. Okay, well, Matt. Bex Caliber. Um, uh, I think it's also a very solid Pokemon. Um, it it's has been, a result this season. It's it's been used with our uh, with our on on the rain team. Uh, it top sixteen in Knoxville, and in Melbourne it finished eightieth. Oh, it has second. It has uh, second place in Liverpool. I I knew it did something. I couldn't remember yeah. what it was. Yeah, um, back it's a, slaps, man. Yeah, you, it's a you very get a solid sword Pokemon. stance up, and you're just like going to town. You don't even um, need the sword stance; you're able to do a lot of damage. Whether that it's is good. true, that yeah. is true. But like, if you get it, if your opponent gives you a free turn, you punish them so absurdly hard. Uh, yeah, and I think it, it reminds the, me a lot of like the the sword stance King Gambit sets that have been running around. Like, you get a single turn, and you just make them sad. Yeah, and I think the other thing with it is there's a lot of um, it's it's similar to Rory Moon in that sense where y you have to get that support and that positioning in there to do well with the Mon, but once you get that set up, you're golden. Last dragon type is Reggie Drago. Yes, it is the last dragon. And oh, actually, no, we have Gujra as well. Yeah, but Focus I grouped it with Gujra. the steel types. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, Reggie Drago, I think, is actually pretty solid too. It's a solid Pokemon. The dam it's not as great as it was in Regulation E, but the damage output's still really, really solid. Um, being able to put out just a ton of stuff with Dragon Energy is just great. And then you also have some great coverage moves, um, whether it's your Terror Blast or the it had Earth a power. it had a top sixteen in Melbourne. Yeah, I think it topped. Like, might have had a top eight in one of the American regionals. Uh, so the tournament standings. Let me see if I can. There we go. Uh, Brisbane it finished fourth. Uh, Stuttgart it finished second. San Antonio was fifth. Portland. Yeah. There we go. That's Reg F, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, finished third in Portland. Sixth in Liverpool. Uh, 13th in Melbourne, and 34th in Knoxville. Also, uh, 37th in, in Charlotte. But, you know, we don't need to talk about Charlotte. No. Yeah, it, it has results to its name this season, which is, like, in and of itself impressive. 
Yeah, going to the next group of Pokemon. Um, Last Dragon. Last Dragon. It's it's niche. It, I don't think it's very good. I actually think you could put it down here in Outclass, but you said you didn't want to, so you had to talk about it. Okay, so um, Eye Defense Body Press not being able to crit is always very, very good to have. Being a Steel type is awesome to be able to just bonk on Flutter. Um, dragon type is really great defensive. Like Steel Dragon is just an unbelievable defensive typing to have right now in this format. The issue is, again, it needs a ton of setup and a ton of support for it to really get damage out, which means that it's going to make... It's like you're going to get a lot more mileage out of using another Pokemon than it. Even on the Iron Defense Body Press side, Coma O is just a better Iron Defense Body Press Dragon. Alright. Um, water types, Steel types. I got some Dark types we can talk about. Well, actually, we have uh, we have some miscellaneous. Uh, let, let, let's go talk about wheezing real quick because we have some like miscellaneous ones at the end. No, um, those are poison types. Those are grouped oh, together. Poison types. Well, then we have a fighting type with the electric types. Or is this fighting then electric? See, there's fighting. Uh, okay, we have two groups. We have the electric and we have the fighting. Take your pick. See, now it's even. <laughs> um, we can talk about the bug types. <laughs> let's talk about the bug type. Yay. Yeah, let, let, yeah. Let's let's talk about our two bug types. Um, Araquanid is a niche mon. I thought it was going to be super cool. If this Pokemon was like, if this was in base decks, it like Araquanid plus Trick Room Setter would have been unbelievable with the amount of damage that Araquanid is able to put out with the Water Bubble boosted liquidations. It's just that we're introducing it in a nat, in a Nat Dex format, and those the damage output is so, so great that it, well, like the bulk is so great that the damage output is actually not as good. And then honestly, our yep. other bug in Volcarona, I would also lean towards that niche. The redirection's great. It has a, it's a redirector or a setup mon or both, depending on how you want to run it. It's just, and flame body is always going to be an amazing ability in a format dominated by a lot of physical attackers. But again, it's just, it's a Pokemon that you need to, like, build your team around to an extent, and you're just going to get more mileage out of other Pokemon. Alright, if we're grouping the electric types together, that leaves exactly Zapdos as his own fighting type. Let's oh, we have, Zapdos. An, we have an ice type here as well, and a fairy. Oh, wait, no, fairies were grouped together. Let's uh let, let let's bang out some sequences on the bottom. Um, let's Zapd just let's just knock these out. Yeah, Zapdos niche. Um, the there's a lot of diff interesting sets. Being Defiant Mon is really great. It's a great Scarf Mon as well. But and with the Scarf, you might be able to outspeed Flutter depending on if they're a booster or not. But you still have to tower in front in front of the Flutter main to live a Moon Blast, and that just makes it difficult. Um, Mamoswine, my baby boy, uh, just it use sucks. Chien, just use Chen Pao. It's, it's a better Pokemon for, it's a better ice type. Um, it, it is an out, sadly it's outclassed at this point. It's not no, straight it's up bad. bad. You're it's straight bad. up bad. You're straight up bad. Do I need to bring back the bad tier? Do I need to bring back the get some help, Angelo? <laughs> I'll do it. 
I didn't say my ooh and again. Oh, now I did. <laughs> That's it. Uh, wheezing. Um, wheezing, I think, is really good, but I don't think it. I has don't think any... wheezing. I think wheezing is solid at best. Yeah, and even then, it's. I okay. It doesn't have any results. That's the biggest thing. Is if wheezing was more widely played, I think it would have the results, but. It's not going to be, is the big thing. Um, let's see. It has... Uh, oh, oh, oh. Its highest placing is Melbourne at 15 and Knoxville at 27. Okay, so actually, it's on the uptick of playability. So, though, and I will note that the ones in Knoxville were um, Galarian. No, I'm looking at Kanto. Oh, there were some Galarian. I think the Galarian wanted the better results. Maybe it was Charlotte Incorrect. that had the results. Uh, uh, Galarian had an 18th in Liverpool. And then everything else is no day twos. But uh, Kanto Weezing has two day twos in Melbourne and Knoxville. Okay, well, yeah. I'd still Once again, I have data to back up my claims. I don't have lab mouse <laughs> up. I really should have thrown it up. I was just going by memory. Uh, what else do we have? I think I, I think wheezing is pretty niche, but I do think that it is. Uh, I think it is better than what the results are given it. I, I could give it that. Uh, again, I think it's a Pokemon that can be explored. A lot of teams really rely on their abilities right now, but with that being said a moon get like the wheezing it, it needs to do more uh, glim is def glim is definitely solid it's a really great special attacker um who knew that giving something power or a meteor beam would make it really good i just it's just the meme of haha i'm in danger <laughs> you're 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 in sin ah, it's a it's a delete button um <laughs> fires like it just nothing's living it and, like, we've seen it before with Nihilego, and while Glim doesn't have the boosting ability that Nihilego had in, um, in Beast Boost, just the, like, it just, I think it has just, in general, more balanced stats. Well, that's the poison types. Uh, electric types, let's knock these out. Uh, Eleki sucks. Uh, yeah, Eleki's outclassed. And I think at this point, Brian I think hands Hams. is solid. I think hands is solid. I, agree. I don't. I it's not getting amazing results, but it still is a relatively good Pokemon. I think people again, people just have to figure out the sets and the teams that it's going to be played on. Um, the amount of special attacking ground types also doesn't help it. Um, got dark types, water types, steel types, and a fairy. Let's Whimsicott. Whimsicott is... Whims is solid. Whimsicott's kind of outclassed, if you want me to be honest with you. Has it I think, no, anything? I think there's still... seen camera? Has it been on camera I... all this season? I'm not sure. I still think it, it's a it's a second best Tailwinds Pranksermon, and it has a lot of great support, which is why I'm going to say it's a solid Pokemon. It has three day twos. Okay. Portland... Knoxville, Melbourne. Uh, 24 is its highest placing. Well, it's on the up and up. At, at day two, the two most recent events. 
for, for this case, I will say that, that the Australian meta is real for, for, for this, this only. All right, let's bust out some of these water types. Uh, yeah. Dozer, I think, is still pretty solid. Like, yep. it's not what it once was, but it's still, uh, it still claps. Yeah, the Dozer team's always going to be good. Um, yep. Going down some of the other ones, Milotic, Gastrodon, I think Milo's pretty outclassed. Yeah. Uh, There's better Gastro. water types. I think Gastro will be good eventually, but right now it's not its time. No, it's niche. Same with Primarina. It's pretty pretty outclassed. I think uh, you could put Prim in niche. Um, being a water fairy type is always going to be good. But it, I also it's agree. like fine into the Urshifu format. The problem is, is you have a water type that like doesn't care about it. Yeah, that's that a, also water boosts po- its special defense. Like the, the top two Pokemon in the format are special defense walls, and the fact that like you can't hit one of them with one of your stabs is like a big problem. Yeah, but I think like, it's pretty outclassed. Yeah. Okay. About to put your baby in there. Um, Suicune. It's, I think it's it's interesting. It's yeah, it plays the role of the bulky tailwind setter. You have snarl to mitigate damage, which is super cool. You have it's one of the Pokemon that still gets scald, which is awesome. Um, so you can go and do like your tailwind scald burn stuff, and then you also can't be faked out, which means that it is a very consistent way of getting trick room up. Not tripping, getting tailwind up first time I've ever done that one. Um, I think, but again, it's like I think uh, Fiona did play. I think she top sixteen with it at Knoxville, and so we did. Act- we actually saw it on stream, but in general, it's it's not there yet. Um, so it has two day two finishes. Portland and Knoxville. Otherwise, its highest finish is uh, Melbourne at one forty nine. Yeah, but so day two, gonna, I think the big I'm thing as well is this like, ain't it. It's not right now, and again, you can't hit ogre. But yep. in general, though, I think on a team that does pack a lot of ogre pond hate, and you want that more bulky tailwind setter, it's right there. Iron bundle. I honestly would lean niche with this one. Uh, so it's it's really weird, right? Like, the, the problems that we have with Fluttermane and Ogre Pond, like, aren't solved by, by Booster, like, by uh, Iron Bundle, right? But, like, Freeze Dry hits for four times super effective damage into uh, Ogre Pond. I know. Which is not anything to be scoffed about. Like, you hit... Waterfu, you hit uh, Raging Bolt. The problem with Raging Bolt is it outspeeds you. Thanks, Priority. Um, this is a conversation that Carl was having on Discord earlier in the week. Is like, why aren't people playing Bundle? And the correct answer is, it's very team specific of like what you need to pair it with. Yeah, and I think the other thing is, I I think it's starting to become a Pokemon that's really good in theory and not as good in practice. There's it finished just... on that ninth place team in Knoxville. Uh, Len and, and it worked like with that team with Len, it did work really well. But again, it's like it has to be it has to play the right role on the right team. And then, um, so before this past weekend, it did not have a day two this season, and then it day twoed both regionals this past weekend. 
Well, maybe, uh, may, again, maybe it's going Maybe to it's on the up and up. Do you want to put it? I'll put it in solid if you want to put it in I, I think it's pretty niche still, but I do think come a month from now, I could see this being you know, a, a solid, if not very good Mon. Okay, well, All right, so that's, that's the water, water types. types. Uh, steel or dark is what we got left. Uh, let's do steel. Um, Metagross, I, I th- and this is actually going Metagross to be is better Scizor, which we have in um, Outclassed, I think. So it's Dish. Yeah. Um, I think Registeel and Heatran are also in Niche. Um, Heatran, I know it was an absolute monster in both Regulation D and Regulation E. It's just that the way that the meta has shifted, shifted, there's a lot of stuff that really just breaks through Heatran right now, uh, namely the Overpon. Yep. Um, so that leaves our last steel type, which is also conveniently a dark type. How can, yep. Look at this transition. I know. Um, this is a very good Pokemon. I fully agree. In King Gambit. King Gambit, it is, uh, there's, it's Gouging Fire's best friend. You have the Black Glasses, Swords Dance sets, the Assault uh, assault Vest sets with four attacks, uh, your three attack safety goggles sets. It is just um, in a, a very, very good Pokemon. And it's easily the best Defiant Pokemon that we have in the format right now, which, when you have all of the Incineroar running around, is really, really great to have. Big agree. So this leaves a bunch of Dark types. Um, I, I think we can just pretty much throw Goltrez in. It's pretty outclassed, if you want me to be honest. I, I would lean towards outclassed. I, so again, I was thinking... I was thinking about this uh, during the Knoxville stream because they had a Chiyu on stream, right? Like, man, I really wish Chiyu had, like, some good dark move besides, like, Snarl and Dark Pulse. I'm like, man, why did they give it, like, Fiery Wrath? And then I'm like, oh, no, that's absolutely insane. I'm so glad that doesn't exist. Imagine Scarf Chiyu with Fiery Wrath. (laughs) What are we doing? I I haven't got to tell anyone this, and I'm glad it's you that I get to feel safe with enough to tell this. <laughs> it's like those intrusive thoughts memes. It's like my intrusive thoughts. Really what if what if I turned Chiyu into like literally everything would just turn into Chiyu like speed ties. <laughs> And who got their flinches? It would just be miserable. Um, we might as well rank it right now. Chi was a very good Pokemon. It's, and, and not only is it very it good, is. I think it's on the up and up. It's, um, again, it's one of those things like people are so focused on the water types that are in the format that they forgot how much damage Chi is not only able to do itself, but is able to, well, it helps enable happen, whether it's the flutter next to it. Honestly, like Raging Bolt making those Thunderclaps do even more damage. You ha- now have a special um, Chien Knight version. I think I ca- what did I call it? I called it Rage- Raging You, the Raging You combo. Like, like you can just do it with that. Um, oh, the other Treasure of Ruin, the final one that we haven't ranked, and uh, Tingles is a uh, Tingles is niche. This needs to go and get some help, too, just for that. Tingles? Yes, you know what you did. We aren't putting it in a freaking, like, 
you know, like the green leotard. <laughs> we could, but we aren't. Why aren't people playing Jugulus? Um, bulky Tailwind Setter that also works as a Snarl Spam bot. Um, and Air Slash is super good into hitting Ogre Pond. It is day two, three of the last four regionals. Yeah, and then I know you had uh, Aaron, well, both Aaron Trailer and I believe Aaron Zhang 6-3 with it at Charlotte. Uh, Brendan Zhang did well with it as two. Um, running it as the tail rooms, Tailwind Setter on their Blood Moon Tail Room team. So, like, instead of using um, Torn, Jugulus was the was the enabler of the fast mode. Like, again, like Snarl, Snarl, Air, like Air Slash, it's just good. Being able to mitigate, having, like, fast Snarl to mitigate damage against Spex Flutter, um, especially if you have a defensive Terra, it's just really, really good. I uh, am currently going through and looking... Uh, yeah, Aaron Zang and Aaron Trailer both went 6-3 in Knoxville with mm -hmm. it. Uh, playing the exact same 6, it looks like. Yep. Yep, and that 6 is what Brendan Zang used in uh, in Charlotte. Um, shout out to Aaron Perez, 27th at Knoxville, 9-5 and record, with Weezing Iron Jugulus. Oh, is that the Weezing Iron Jugulus Blood Moon team? Yeah, no Blood Moon. No blood moon. Okay, there. I saw. I thought there was one with a. There was one like wheezing team with a blood moon on it. This one. This one ain't it. <clears throat> okay. Well, where are we putting this thing? Where did we decide? I'd say it's solid. Okay. And then finally, the last Pokemon, Grimmsnarl. I want to. Do you remember like two years ago when I went on a rant about how much I hated Grimmsnarl? Yep. I love Grimmsnarl now. <laughs> happens remember when like when the leaks were coming out for scarlet and violet and everyone saw that grimstaller got partying shot and everyone was saying that was going to be more busted and broken than incineroar and it doesn't even run it <laughs> yeah no it's uh vgc players really know how to um like you know take a solid look at what the metagame is going to be and kind of like figure out like this is this is also good. one that needs to go in that uh, would be better without Fluttermane tier. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely would be better without Fluttermane. But I think it just like the issue with screens in general is that the Urshifus always crit and then you also have the Ogre Ponds that yep. crit 30% of the time. Yep. So that's our tier list. Uh, that is a lot of Pokemon that we ranked. Uh, almost 100 of them. As yeah, close to um, I think the I think the list that we narrowed it down to was ninety nine, and yep. then I mean, granted, there was still some that were just like, all right, this can go here, this can go here, this can go here, and this still was two hours. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but no, I think I think the two hours also counts for like you know all the all the prep before, uh, but yeah, this 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 is where we're at, everyone, and so uh, we hope that you. Uh, like, give us your thoughts on it. Did we get a Pokemon wrong? Is there a Pokemon that you didn't think of as, like, super powerful until we talked about it? Uh, let us know your thoughts. And uh, with that, are you doing the outro, or are you going to No, I don't do it? that anymore. I did it for 100-some episodes. I don't do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jay said I was, like, fine. It's not going to be fine.
So do we just With... not do an outro if Jay's not here? Is that how this works? No, I gotta do it. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna power. We're gonna power through it, uh, listeners. I'm sorry. Uh, thank you very much for joining us uh, and spending time with us during the tier list episode. You can, if you want to spend more time with us, please uh, watch our YouTube videos. Uh, we have a ton of like we are doing two laddering videos a week now with a rotating cast of characters coming in and playing their we? teams. It's not just you, you know, Jay and Carl. At some, at I, I haven't, I haven't seen you. <laughs> it's it'll happen at some point. Um, I, I will like believe that when I see it. If you want me to do a laddering video, uh, like and subscribe and comment. Angelo, do a laddering video. Um, you can also find the podcast on Spotify, Apple, uh, wherever your podcatchers are, Google Podcasts. Not, not Google like much longer. I was going to say, like, if you're on Google, appreciate it while you have it. And uh, while you're there, give us a five-star rating and leave us a comment while you're at it. You can follow, follow us on Twitter at LR Lessons. Um, you can also support us by being a patron and joining our Patreon. $10 patrons uh, get a shout-out at the end of the episodes, just like the fabulous duo of Johnny Bravo Sr. and Papa Swish. Uh, and if Patreon's not your, uh, not your jam, you can also become a supporter on Discord, which uh, you can join our Discord server, link in the description, and uh, give us a uh, – and support us there, just like Smeargle does. Um, very very graciously and i think i got it i'm not gonna lie i wasn't listening so i'm just gonna yeah i i I, it's like like at the end of episodes when you did and i was like oh i can just skip to the next podcast (laughs) (laughs) with that folks thank you very much for joining us and have a great week